0: The happening is just a random coincidence. How you experience the happening is your own decision, your own doing. In other words, your karma.
1: A heartful greeting to the audience present here. Today, I, Khushi Jain,
0: and I, Rushildani,
1: will be the host of the session.
0: The speaker invited today needs no introduction to us. He is in Vedanta X gate, a national best-selling author, alumni IIT Delhi, I am Ahmedabad and an ex-civil servant, Acharya Prashant. Give him a huge round of applause. We would like to present you a hearty welcome on behalf of the whole management and the student community. We would like to invite Dr. Priya J to introduce the speaker and set the floor for the event.
1: A pleasant and a warm good afternoon to all gathered here. I take immense pleasure in welcoming you all to the most momentous and unparalleled occasion of this live student interaction with Acharya Prashant. I'm extremely honored and exalted to welcome our chief guest and speaker of the day, Acharya Prashant, and introduce you to him. Acharya Prashant is an acclaimed authority on Vedanta, and author of over 100 books, including bestsellers, Karma and Ananta, and a powerful voice of social-spiritual awakening in the world today. After graduating from IIT Delhi, Acharya Prashant went on to qualify both UPSC and CAT in the same year. After two years at IIM, IIM Ahmedabad and a few years at corporate, he found himself a higher calling of spreading the ancient wisdom of Vedanta among the masses. And for that purpose, founded his mission, which is at the forefront of creation of a new humanity through intelligent spirituality. As a response to the situations mankind face today, Acharya Prashant has taken the solemn project of bringing the essence of Vedanta to the world today. His calling is to bring pure essence of Vedantic spirituality to all and apply it to solve today's problems. These problems of today are born out of man's ignorance towards himself and therefore they can be solved only by sincere self-knowledge. Today, Acharya Prashant's movement has touched the lives of tens of millions of individuals. Through his direct contract with people and through various virtual interactions, he continues to bring clarity to us all. Welcome, sir. I welcome the spe- special guests of the day who have honored us with their presence. Once again, a warm welcome to you all and wishing you a fruitful interaction. Thank you.
0: Uh, good afternoon, Ji. Uh,
1: so uh, my name is Sonali and I am from BCom. Uh, so my uh, question is like it starts off with uh, how and when uh, we have to take
0: certain decisions uh, but it's it becomes very difficult for us to decide on what we want to
1: uh, what we want to go on with uh, with a lot of other things on our plate so there's this inner voice that tells us to like go for what we are passionate about but on the same hand
0: uh, on the same side uh, our brain tells us that uh, think logical think practical so in this situation what are we supposed to do? Like, who are we supposed to listen to? Is it the intuition that is within us, or the uh, the brain that is trying to convey something to us? You have to first of all uh, consider the reality of what uh, you are passionate about. The questioner is saying that in moments of decision making do we go with our passion or with our logic and rationality as the mind suggests it to us. So I begin with passion. First of all, uh, inquire into it and that should be the first thing because one is obviously biased towards her passion. Hmm? Even if the mind is suggesting other things, we all feel like following the course of our passion. Since passion appeals so much to us and uh, we feel like leaning towards it very automatically, why not figure out uh, the truth of the passion? What makes you passionate about something? From where did one pick up her passion? Was one always passionate about such a thing? Because, you see, there are certain decisions that require a lot of investment. Sometimes when you decide to follow the direction of your passion, it may consume a lot of your time, your energy and also the decision might be not easily reversible. So before you commit yourself to any such thing, especially the thing you feel strongly passionate about, it is important to inquire a little. Is my passion arising from something that I deeply realize or is it arising from something I am influenced by? Because uh, once something takes the name of your passion, we usually just uh, ignore asking what its real source is. I'm imploring you to ask, is this passion really my passion or have I borrowed it from somewhere? In India, for example, a lot of people would be passionate about the sport of cricket. A lot of people are passionate about movies. Would you be passionate about the same sport? Were you born in Brazil or Russia? Or even in China or in the US? So is this passion then really yours? Till your class 12th, you lived at a certain place and there was a certain environment and then let's say you come over to Bengaluru and here the environment is totally different and it captivates you there is a lot of glamour, glitz, attraction it starts possessing you and certain elements Of your environment, you start feeling very strongly about. And you start saying, This is what I really want. Now, is that what you really want, or is that what you have been made to really want? Is that me, or the forces acting upon me? It's a very crucial question especially in the life of young people it must be that way unfortunately often it is not we do not give it the importance it deserves this question these feelings these passions where have I gathered them from we believe and it's just a hollow belief that whatever we feel is something internal to us that all feelings arise from an internal point and we want to call that point as the heart or something, no. Most of that which we feel and most of our thoughts, they are deeply influenced things. It's like somebody is controlling us via a remote control from the outside. And we are dancing to an external tune. Singing somebody else's song. And not only are we dancing to somebody's tune and singing somebody's song. We also feel that the song and dance is our own. It is not. And because it is not your own... Very soon, you will be disillusioned, very soon, you will find no sense in that music, in that dance, in that passion, in that feeling, in that attraction. All that will lose meaning and then what will happen? Because we are disappointed with one external influence, we simply become open and available to another external influence and then something else comes and possesses us and for a while it gives us hope we start calling the new feeling, the new passion, the new whatever as our own. So passion is a wonderful thing I really want more people have the courage to follow their passion But as I say that, I also realize that in the name of passion, all kinds of conditionings and influences and therefore bondages operate. Conditioned passion is deeply dangerous. There would be nobody right now in this auditorium who would not be passionate about a thing or two. All of us have our own pet passions. The problem is they are neither our own nor are they our pets. You call something your pet only when you control it, right? A pet dog. Our passions are not controlled by us, instead they control us. How are they our pet passions? And they are not ours. It's like we have been hypnotized and something totally external something totally unrelated to our own reality, has entered us, captivated and possessed us, and so deeply that we do not remember or realize that there was a point when this meant nothing to me, and there will be a point when I will be disillusioned from this same very thing. But at this moment... I'm captured, I'm hypnotized. I'm so captured, I've started calling this as my passion. No, that is not your passion. You'll drop it. And when that moment comes, there is a lot of pain. Not only is there a lot of pain, already a lot of wastage has happened. And that wastage cannot be recovered then. Therefore the advice is too prompt Yes, go the way of your passion Logic must be used to determine how to succeed in your passion Logic does not come first Obviously passion comes first The use of intellect is to find the way to the destination you are passionate about The destination has to be determined by passion Logic has to be used To find the route to that destination True Fully agree But there is a great danger When we say this And I am repeating this Because that which you call as your passion Is mostly a false passion We keep falling in love We keep slipping this way, that way And then When we stumble, fall, get hurt We get up and say, Oh, don't, I don't know what happened to me. Was I drunk or something? It's a nice realization. It's just that we don't stay with it. We realize that the last affair was a bad one, and then we walk into another one of the same kind. That's the truth of our passions. Ephemeral, shallow, Influenced, hurtful, wasteful. So do follow your passion. Logic must ideally be subservient to passion. True. But check your passion ten times before you commit yourself to it. Which basically means you need to understand your own mind quite clearly. What do I fall prey to? What do I suddenly start feeling attracted to? Do I have an inner algorithm that the world can crack and therefore enslave me? Hmm? A lot of us operate in internal patterns. And those internal patterns are not new. They are very predictable. And when they are predictable, the world can use those patterns to take control of you. How do you think the various advertisers operate? How do you think the entire game of media works? They know how to influence you. They very well know that we have an internal algorithm and it's a very simple one. It can be hacked. And they hack it every day. And they make us feel very strongly attracted to things that are inherently useless for us. But we feel attracted. We feel attracted and then we commit our money, our time, sometimes our entire life to something that has no value actually. Right? So it is not just persons that deceive us. There are entire systems, huge institutions that are working just to split you open, then enter your mind and then control you from there. Which is all very unfortunate, right? And remember, the ones who want to control are especially looking out for young people to control. Because these are the ones that have A, energy B, a lot of exuberance C, a life to live Therefore these would be the most useful slaves They have another 60 years to live If I can capture them I have guaranteed myself 60 years Of nice service Additionally he is going to earn now Hmm? And he is very vulnerable as well Because this is a period of hormonal activity Right So Passion should have been a beautiful world, unfortunately it is one of the most dangerous words you should be very cautious of. Do follow your passion, but with utmost care. Following something random in the name of passion is obviously not wise.